You have very emotional ears. One, two, buckle my shoe. Three, four. Slam the door. Five, six. Pick up sticks. Six. Seven, eight. Lay them gay. Uh-huh. Nine, ten. Let's do it again. Okay. <laughs> This is a paranormal, true crime, and conspiracy podcast. Some of the content we cover can be extremely graphic, vulgar, and triggering. Please remember to take care of yourself. Listener discretion is advised. Did you just throw up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Excuse me. <laughs> Hi, podcast besties. Hello, besties. It is us, your hosts, Brianna and Paul, coming at you live for episode 42 of... The Isn't, Isn't That, that Odd, Odd podcast. podcast. And all things... Spooky. Pod. Slay. <laughs> that wasn't rehearsed. It wasn't. It was on We're the We're just really fly. good like that. <laughs> Anyways. Anywho. Um, today, my topic is going to be a conspiracy. What is yours? Mine is a true crime. Okay, yeah. I wanted to get that out of the way before we started like... Because we never remember. Yeah, before we started digging around and then it's like half of the episode. I'm like, wait, this episode... Yeah. Yeah. We're finally back. Our first episode of the year finally dropped. Today, to be exact, breaking the fourth wall. No. Oh. Yes. yes. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't tell me. <laughs> today was the first episode of the year. Correct. So that means today is Tuesday. Correct. When we're recording this, because we drop on Tuesdays. Correct. So if the episode came out today, then it's a Tuesday. And you could also say, see you next. Tuesday. Which also means cunt. Oh, <laughs> that's very vulgar. It's my favorite word. It's my favorite um, swear word. That's a very vulgar word. That's my, my favorite. People hate my it. My virgin ears can't handle that. Yeah, okay. Listen. Listen. <laughs> Luca just rolled his whole head and I feel exactly the same way. Listen. Anywho, what's up? We've been like talking <sighs> for so many hours now. I don't have anything left to say to you. <laughs> I know, right? So Brandon and I do this really great thing, as you all probably know at this point, is where she'll get here and we'll go get coffee and food and whatever. And this this local place that we go to every single time now for the past like almost two months. Mm. And the whole t- car ride there, we just shoot Peek. the shit. And then we get here and we're just like, nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now what? Because we already shot the shit. Plus, I don't want to shoot the shit again because the shit's already dead, you know? Shit's already shot. Shit's the place is shot. so good that I took this guy that I was talking to there for a while. And now every time I go there, I think about him when I'm there. And I'm like, he's tainted this place. Wait, it should be thinking about me because I brought you there. That's I true. introduced you to that place. And then I introduced him to it. Right. So you should just remember me. Mm. If anything, he should remember you every time he goes there. If he, if if he, he goes, goes there. If he goes there. And we see him one day. Oh. It's on site. It's on site. I can fuck him up. <laughs> this is one thing about me. I'll fuck him up. If there's one thing about me, I'm going to fuck him up. I thought you were just going to set the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Not necessarily. No, thanks. Not him. Maybe others. Not him. Yes, definitely others. But if anything is good about today is that Brianna isn't sick anymore. Oh, I know. Yeah, I sounded crazy last episode. Yeah, if you couldn't tell about last episode, I mean, I'm pretty sure we already said it, but Brianna was sick and I was just getting over being sick and mm-hmm. I kind of sounded pretty bad too. Yeah. Not a, not to the extent of you, but I could still feel it in my bones and I could still hear it. Oh my God. I just by accident squeaked a toy and now I have Luca up my ass. But yeah, we're both now perfectly healthy and great and so this episode will be even better because of that slay love that um I'm doing this really annoying thing you remember how i started saying geez louise unironically yeah i started saying slay unironically and now i can't stop saying it great and so slay is the new geez louise so we'll be hearing that for the next few months if you don't know podcast besties now you know also since we've been gone since you've been gone i as I've talked about before, don't have a lot of things to do typically at my current place of work, especially during the week. The blue store. Um, considering with weather and stuff, uh, nobody's really been around. So I can only do so much there at one time. 
So I find ways to fill my void, and that void has been a YouTube hole. One of the YouTube polls was actually about McKamey Manor. Remember when I talked about oh, yeah, that for, place for the Halloween episode, yes, I think? I'm Thanksgiving. One yeah. of my Halloween episodes. Yeah. yeah. So this is kind of like an update on that in a sense. Um, but there's this YouTube channel that I found on a whim called Reckless Ben. And he actually kind of like exposed McKamey Manor and... Long story short, it's not anything like I said it was. What do you mean? Which is crazy to me, and that's a development to me, because I've obviously been so infatuated with this place, like I said before. If you haven't listened to that episode, go catch up. Um, I couldn't tell you what number We're not waiting today. We're going to keep going. No, we're just going to keep going. Uh, (laughs) So I guess years ago, there was a hard drive that Russ, the owner, had, Mm -hmm. and it had like all the videos, because like I talked about, every person that goes through it he videotapes everything Mm -hmm. and so this hard drive was all of those was a bunch of those Mm -hmm. and this guy somehow contacted xyz and traced down this hard drive to somebody and took it and like got that got it from them and through watching it he's found out a lot of it is just a sham so like for instance um there was one where they just like kind of set the girl up into different positions and like put like fake blood or whatever on her and just like they essentially just acted it out like she was almost just like acting it out as opposed to like actually being tortured or whatever or like going through this experience Mm. and then he would use that part that they were acting out to like make the youtube videos and make it seem like oh oh scary and she's begging for her life whatever but it was just it was just her like tied up and him just being like okay now say it like he wasn't really doing it it was just it's all just like almost like theatrics in like, a what sense the fuck? for like his YouTube video, for like his YouTube. But what stuff. about all those people who are on the list? So funny enough, so he also, you know, boasts there's twenty thousand people, thirty thousand people on the list, whatever. This guy, Reckless Ben, he actually went through the experience, and then he sent, um, kind of spies, quote unquote, which is just his friends, to also do it. Mm-hmm. And mind you, they didn't wait weeks months whatever like they got almost in immediately so it's like if there's a twenty thirty thousand dollar thousand dollar twenty thirty thousand people list mm-hmm. why are they getting in so quick they're just getting in so quick so i'm like so there probably is no list oh so he's and definitely just making it seem like it's um like everybody wants to do it so you should want to do it yes that's ex- that's seemingly exactly what it is and um when they went undercover one that I remember distinctly, like, one of the friends was just told to do, like, a whole bunch of, like, exercises and, like, push-ups and stuff and, like, did you know, wear them down that way mm-hmm. before, like, they made it to the house or whatever, mm-hmm. kind of like the pre-show. Mm-hmm. And during the most of it, Russ was just, like, you know, beg for the, the baby tour, like, you know, essentially, like, telling him to, like, beg to, like, give up or get an easier or whatever as he's just there doing push-ups and, like, exercises and the guy's just like, no, like I'm not, I'm not gonna beg for, I'm not gonna do that. And then eventually, Rush just like canceled it because he wasn't. Yeah, he was begging. like, you, you, you've, you're, you've done enough. You're going. Yeah, he's too like, much. you, you won't be able to do it. Like whatever. And just like canceled it as the guy's like doing what he wants, except for like being, you know, like begging for an easy way out or whatever, or, like mm-hmm. being almost like a clip for the next YouTube video. And Rush just canceled it. And was like, that's it. That's wild. Yeah. What's even funnier is... I hope everyone can hear Luca's uh, squeaky toy in the background. Yeah. That's him saying hello. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I just know it's not going to be able to get edited out. (laughs) And um, Ben, the guy that's doing all this, actually legally owns McKamey Manor now. Like, he filed the paperwork to have, like, McKamey Manor LLC and, like, essentially owns McKamey Manor because that was... Russ never did that. So it's, it's really this whole whole thing that's really funny hell? and so he's he's actively trying to like expose mckamey manor for what it is which is essentially like fraud like it's just nothing like it it's shown to be or said to be um granted i don't know if it was different years ago especially when i first learned about it if he actually did this but things have changed and venues have changed and i feel like if anything now it's probably gone super downhill and not anything like it should be but russ is just trying to like make it seem like it is still but um, it's not. 
really working. Mm -hmm. So if you want to actually, I would definitely recommend it, especially if you're interested in like the McKamey Manor background, whether it was from when I told it or even if you knew about it before. Uh, the channel is Reckless Ben, and he does the videos are just really fun. Mm -hmm. I binge it in like one day, and it's just I don't know. I get kind of a thrill seeing him like harass <laughs> Russ because the guy's just fucking weirdo. Um, I love how you're describing it as a thrill. That's such a weird way to describe it. <laughs> what? You're like I get a thrill out of it. Is that what I said? Yes, that is exactly what you said. Playback. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> It's also interesting because I obviously finished this and I was like, what else does this guy have? He actually has a series on him infiltrating Scientology, like going into like the church and stuff. Bro, when I tell you that shit's funny as fuck and it's just them trying to cash grab, that's that's all it is. And I'm like, how are people into this? I haven't finished it. I'm only like halfway through, mm -hmm. but it's so, it's so funny. I want to cover Scientology so bad one day, I but do too. I'm paranoid. That's going to be... No, that's going to be a partner episode. Yeah, I'm paranoid sure. to do it. I'm not. Especially <laughs> after this, I'm not. They were, like, the... So, the, Scientology dubs themselves as, like, a church. So, mm -hmm. like, that's how so they, they can get, get the, along with a the lot. the tax write-off. Yeah, and, stuff and they can yeah. get away with a lot of that. Um, and he wore, like, the Snapchat glasses. And granted, the people inside are stupid and kind of smooth-brained. So, mm -hmm. they don't know what those are. Mm -hmm. So, he could kind of undercover Tom Cruise was not it. in the building. No. Uh, so... He went to like one of the church, cer not ceremonies, what am I trying to think of? Sermons? Services? Sure. Services, yes, thank you. One of the church services, and it was, the guy was just spewing nothing, and I mean like nothing. At one point he was like, okay, now we're going to do this exercise. Everyone get up, and they're like, touch a man. And like, now touch your woman. Now touch your man. And it just like kept going back and forth, and everyone was just like, whatever. And I'm like, how is this <laughs> a church service? It was just the most ridiculous, ridiculous thing. Well, I say that it makes me anxious slash nervous because, like, originally what Scientology was when it began is crazy. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard about that, but, like, how they were, like, going undercover in, like, FBI facilities and stuff like that. Like, shit like that is the stuff, the, what I'm talking about that's making me anxious. But we'll, I'll put a lid on that and I'll close that lid and we'll yeah. talk about that when we cover Scientology. Because even what they believe in, like how they came to be or whatever is crazy in and of itself mm -hmm. and the fact is <laughs> i learned it well this reckless band put like clips from south park in there mm -hmm. like what south park covered and like said it was mm -hmm. as kind of like a joke but he's like no but that's actually what they believe and i was <laughs> like that's so crazy um i won't give it away because we we definitely want to talk about it and there's a lot and i can't wait um and then I can also include what I'm watching now is like what's but as how it actually is. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, like Brianna said, we'll put a lid on that uh, for now. But I just needed to share that because I was like, one, McKamey Manor is a fraud. I kind of believed it, um, but didn't have any proof. And now after this kind of series I watched, I'm just like, damn. I was like, I could do it. <laughs> I could do it. I you could do jump it. In Jackson you could do it. Tell him that you're not too much of a pussy, essentially. And <laughs> you're not too much it. of a pussy. I was like, that's that's so crazy. So yeah, that's really all I wanted to share, um, especially now that's fresh in my my noggin. So that's kind of insane. It's been though. it's been a fun week for me. I just, just remember, going down these rabbit holes. I'm just like YouTube. thinking back to um, when we covered when you, well when you covered it that episode, and like how like amped up and like graphic it seems to be and it's just like nah he's literally just like okay now look at the camera look scared give me your all and then he's like cut, 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 cut. this energy you're giving me is not doing it almost for me. almost quite literally yeah. let's try again like think of the terror that's going through your mind like that is yeah. method acting and that's fucking yeah. wild but he would also essentially bring these people on with this expectation of like yeah we're just gonna do whatever you were just gonna do this for show essentially but then he would actually start doing Things that, like, these participants never even agreed to. So that was low-key, like, mental torture or whatever. But, mm -hmm. like, it's just it's just crazy because none of it is actually what it seems, especially at least now. Um, and my whole thing where I was saying I feel like the waiver is part of, like, the experience, I definitely think is true. Like, n he'll never actually do any of that stuff, and I think it's just all for show. Yeah, just, like, the... Just amp. to scare them in the moment, quote unquote, or mm -hmm. whoever my 
by chance be reading it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that's my update on that. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Like, there's no need for that. <laughs> he's just doing it, and he's like, "Yeah, someone has to do it. Might as well be me." Yeah. <laughs> I like I said. I feel like before when it first came out, um, it might have been actually what it's claiming to be, but since he got he has so many things against him now and he got forced to move the operation quote unquote to like Tennessee and all this stuff. Cause he's the only 10. I it's see. just right. I think he's just lost the luster and the, the people to want to do it. And just yeah. now he has nothing and he's trying to like finagle these ways to make it seem like, yeah, we're still going. It's still, it's still the McKamey manner, you know, but in reality it's just not. No. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So, that um, wasn't my story for today. That's kind of like a two-parter, I guess. A twofer. I just had a lot of time between the last episode and today. You had a week. Of free time where I learned all the stuff. So, I just felt like I needed to share. Hmm. But, I do still have a true crime story for today. I guess I'll just jump right into it. Unless you have anything else to add. I don't think I do. Okay. For once, I don't have anything out of pocket to say. Okay, I will say, I'm la- I am was laughing yesterday when I finished editing the new episode. Because the last five minutes, I don't know what broke in me, but I just turned chaotic. I was like, you woke up today, make that everyone else's problem. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. And I, was, <laughs> I was just... <laughs> I told you like- I didn't take my... <laughs> Yeah, but all of a sudden you were, you just cut it and bake. You know what? No, you woke up today. You have to make that everyone else's problem. And I'm just like. Because I was like, don't be a menace. And I was like, but I'm a menace. And I was like, I woke up and I make that everyone's problem. And I was like, you know what? You you do it too. And it's just. Just make it everybody else's problem. Yeah. That you're here. Mm-hmm. Got it. I still stand by that, but not as aggressively. So you took your soul off today? I took it last night. Yes. I take it at night. Love that for you. It's crazy, like, not taking it for, like, a day. My body does feel weird. And it's funny because my med provider did say that, like, if you stop taking it, you'll, like, you'll go into withdrawals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, whatever. But, like, not taking it for a day, I feel very weird. Well, at least that means it's working. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Anyway. <laughs> um, speaking of Zoloft. I'm sorry? S- sort of. In a <laughs> sense. Um, medicine. Oh, I know what you're covering. <clears throat> I hate... <laughs> You didn't even give me an opportunity to say anything. You're like, oh, I know. Okay, I'm not going to say it. I just I want to know if I'm right. So go ahead. I'm sure you are. Whatever. You said medicine, and I was like, uh, bing. You know, if there's one thing about me, <laughs> is that I was sick last week. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Brandon was sick. I was sick. It sucked. It was miserable. Mm-hmm. Don't want to do it again. Nope. Zero out of ten. Zero out of ten. Would not recommend. <laughs> Honestly... It's funny because when I get sick like that, I kind of forget how awful it is to be sick like that. Mm-hmm. You take advantage of all the times you weren't sick like that. Yeah. That's because sometimes you just get like the nose, sniffles and you're my... like, oh. But like when you're actually sick and you can't breathe and you're coughing up along, you're just like, I, I, <laughs> I just reminisce about the days where I could breathe. That was actually me. So in December, um, I don't think, I don't think I've said this yet, but in December I had a swollen saliva gland, so I couldn't, I literally couldn't swallow. And I couldn't sleep at night either, just because anytime I did anything, it felt like glass was in my throat. Great. And I can honestly tell you that whole week that I was like that, I was one, contemplating ending everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this anymore. I couldn't sleep. And two, I was like, I'm taking it. I regret all the times that I was able to sleep because now I can't and I'm upset about it. That's you regret? Fine. Yeah. Like I like regret it. Like I wish I could have it in that moment. Oh, okay. Like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Regret's not the word, but I can't think of the word either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're going to say regret. Okay. Regret. Okay. Great. However, uh, if there's also one thing about me, and Andrew could definitely attest to it, and I'm sure he'll say something when I say it, is that I just hate taking medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Of any kind. (laughs) He said, yep. Yep. Um, Yeah. It's not the only thing he forces down your throat. Okay. (laughs) I don't know why, but I... Did you hear that, Andrew? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Uh, but I would rather my body just kind of figure it out all natural. <laughs> get it together. Um, yeah, just get it, simply get it together. Um, but life doesn't happen like that. And so I have to succumb to the likes of the pharmaceutical industry time this, and time again. This makes me so anxious. Every time I open up a bottle of anything, I'm always just like, because I'm paranoid. Yes. Uh, when it came down to it, I was living off of ibuprofen and the likes of medicine like Tylenol. Yeah, I knew it. Which is always a good go-to. I fucking knew it. However, after today's story, I am even thinking twice about taking something as harmless as Tylenol. Mm -hmm. Let me transport us back to September 28th of 1982 in the Chicago metropolitan area. This is where we see 12-year-old Mary Kellerman consuming a bit of extra strength Tylenol to deal with an ailment she was having. What Relatable. <laughs> been there usually there give almost me the every whole day. bottle yeah <laughs> that sounds like water not pills but yeah that's yeah yeah because you have to you put it in your mouth and oh you go, yeah yeah, yeah. Right, 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 with right, the water right. you don't take it dry i don't like taking things dry yeah neither do i <laughs> however as harmless as a string of events would look mary would later that day be hospitalized and unfortunately on the next day pass away at 12 years old now on the day she passed, we would see an additional six other individuals also who had consumed Tylenol, including Adam Janice, who was 27, Stanley Janice, who was 25, Teresa Janice, who was 20, Paula Prince, who was 35, and Mary Reiner, who was 27. All very young people. Now, the Janices would obviously consume it from the same bottle. I mean... As you could tell, their family. Mm -hmm. While Prince and Reiner would be completely separate, but strangely enough, they're all connected in the sense that they would also unfortunately find their untimely demise at the hands of these small white pills meant to aid us, not hinder. I will say that's what my family member fucking gets for taking my Tylenol. <laughs> Get your own fucking Tylenol. I actually don't even take Tylenol. Tylenol doesn't do shit for me. I do ibuprofen. I do like prescription ibuprofen. I have to take um, sumatriptan for my headaches. So I don't even know what that falls under. <clears throat> Tripton what? Sumatriptan. Oh. Sumatriptan what? This dick. <laughs> okay. You you started the shitty joke. I had to give you the shitty joke. You could have made it a little less shitty, but that's okay. Focusing in on the Janice's case for now, nurse Helen Jensen, who is Arlington Heights' only public health official, went on to visit the Janice household to get an idea of what the heck happened. Upon her search, she found the Tylenol bottle the three of them took from, as well as the receipt that showed they had bought the bottle that same day. When she inspected the bottle, she noticed that the six pills were gone and immediately took it back to the investigators to use for evidence. Six pills? Having a strong feeling it had to be due to why they passed away. Well, yeah, probably two apiece. There was three of them, two apiece. Oh. He just hit the mic like five times, so I imagine it probably is going to sound crazy. The bottle would be handed over to Dr. Edmund Donahue, who was the deputy chief medical examiner for Cook County at the time. While looking over the bottle and its contents, he began to suspect cyanide was at play, especially when the bottle smelled of almond. Almonds. Which, fun fact, cyanide does indeed smell of almonds, and it's due to the process of benzendohyde, which is a compound that is indeed found in almonds. Interestingly enough, though, not everyone is able to detect the smell due to a genetic defect. I agree. I'm not, not that I agree with that, but I'm not surprised because I can't smell asparagus and pee because of my genetics. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. When I did the Ancestry DNA kit, it, like, said that, and it made sense because, I'm going to be honest with you, I love asparagus. And you I, never smelled any. I never smelled it, and I always just thought that everyone was being dramatic. No, because you, huh. <laughs> I literally just can't I smell I didn't even it. know that was a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. I know, like, asparagus was to make your pee stink or whatever, but I didn't know there was, like, a defect to... Yeah, some people just can't smell it, and I'm one of them. I always just thought people were being dramatic. I never, like, was allowed to go, okay, get over it, but huh. no, I literally just can't smell it. The more you know. With this smell discovery, the bottle would be handed over once again, but this time to the county's chief toxicologist, Michael Schaffer. Schaffer? Shaft. Shaft? Shafter? I barely know her. Porthole. In a bid for him to test the contents and help give a confirmed suspicion. After some lab tests, Michael was able to confirm that yes, out of the remaining 44 capsules from the bottle of Tylenol taken from the Janice's household, it contained nearly three times the fatal amount of cyanide. 
With this shocking discovery, authorities immediately held a press conference and advised the public not to take any Tylenol for the time being until more could be learned about the situation. So with killer bottles of Tylenol confirmed to be out there, what now? Well, well, the <laughs> bottle that Mary had taken was actually inventoried by paramedics. Upon inspection, they noticed that the lot number of Mary's bottle, as well as the Janice's bottle, were identical, which was lot MC2880. This would lead Johnson & Johnson to issue an immediate recall of the specific lot. However, this would not be the end of their recalls. Further investigations found traces of the slot to be carried into lots of 1910MD and MB2738, which, of course, led to recalls of those lots too. But as things progressed, Johnson & Johnson just put an overall stop and recall on any bottle of extra strength Tylenol capsules, regardless of the lot number that was prescribed in the Chicago area, making this one of the largest pharmaceutical recalls ever. Dun dun dun. Okay. <laughs> I also said prescribed. I meant to say purchase. I don't want to redo the sentence. You know what I mean. Prescribed. Prescribed. Subscription. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. Do you have a subscription? <laughs> when we used to work at the Red Store, when I was <laughs> when I would be in the back sometimes, people would be like, I'm here to pick up my subscription. And I'd be like, your prescription? Yes. What is the last name? <laughs> Hi, is my subscription ready yet? People dead ass would say that, and I'd be like, mm. As we can <gasps> Wait, I'm what? sorry. I just remembered something. So my brother. Okay. Paul. Yes. Hi, Paul. Hi. Um, he messaged me one time. I think this was when we were on our break, and he's like, I need to know what the red store is. <laughs> so I texted him, and I was like, the red store is this, the blue store is this, the yellow store is this. And he was like, oh, okay. And I was what like, the fuck I, is the yellow? Oh, I where understand. Where I work now. Yeah, yeah. I feel like... Um, it's so obvious to us talking about it. Like, I say things, I'm like, oh, people fucking know mm -hmm. what we're talking about. But people don't. No, they don't. <laughs> people think it's Target, which I can tell you the it's red store is not Target. It's not Target. Because we name drop Target. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know a place we don't name drop? The red store. The red store. <laughs> if you want to know what the red store is, DM us. We'll tell you. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Give us five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Venmo me. Actually, cash at me $30, and I'll tell you what the yellow store is. Cash at me 25 bucks, and I'll tell you what the blue store is. And cash at me. Those are inflated prices because we currently work there. Correct. If you want to know what the red store is, just Venmo us each a dollar. Yeah. I think um, the yellow store would love the fact that I have a podcast if I wasn't if it wasn't a true crime podcast. Because it seems like that'd be something that's right up the yellow store's alley. Yeah. That sounds very... Yellow store. Yeah. Very culty, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scooch. So... <laughs> and i i get it and you, you i get, get it. it but they they, they don't, don't get it, it. <laughs> so as we can expect this quickly turned into a multi-agency endeavor with the overall want to obviously figure out what happened where the tainted product is now and where the hell it came from where did One you the... come from cotton on joe i'm sorry <laughs> Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton on Joe. That's it. One of the first big discoveries was the tampered pills had been sold or on the shelves at a variety of stores within the Chicago area, which included stores such as Jewel Foods. <laughs> Keeping it. Osco Drugstore, Walgreens, Dominic's, and a Frank's Finer Foods. So I like of course how it's just, not a Walgreens. I like how it's just like all local, small, probably mom and pop shops. Maybe they're bigger. I don't know. Just not over here. And then Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, Johnson & Johnson, the company who produces Tylenol, was in a total meltdown and was doing everything they could to reassure the public. Besides giving out warnings to hospitals and other distributors, they also went ahead and stopped production and advertising on the product. It only got worse for them, too, who as in October Tylenol? of... Johnson & Johnson. It's how like you, one of their biggest projects. No, how do you advertise Tylenol is my question. The it's newspapers. Tylenol. Everybody knows what Tylenol is. Yeah, but they still do marketing for it. Do they? Where? Everywhere. Drugstores. <laughs> it only got worse for them, too, the as in October store. of the same year. <laughs> the Red Store. <laughs> Barely a month after all this occurred, strychnine, which is a highly toxic chemical used in pesticides, was found in Tylenol bottles in California. Johnson & Johnson had no other option but issue a complete nationwide recall of their product they probably lost so much fucking money 
which amounted to an estimated 31 million bottles with a retail value of over a hundred million dollars in today's dollars 303 million in today's dollars that's a lot I knew of, you would ask that's a lot of fucking doll hairs <laughs> that is a lot of doll hairs imagine things you can buy with i was doll just hairs. gonna say you know how many doll hairs i so many so many i could buy so many doll hairs with all those doll hairs true What's even crazier is they actually had to advertise nationally for consumers to not use their products. That can say... Uh, <laughs> they were could... de-influencing before de-influencing was even a thing. <laughs> Correct. They were advertising to not use their products that contained acetaminophen, acetaminophen, as these were the only capsules that were tampered with. This was such a large issue that customs at airports outside of the U.S. were actually screening customers for bottles of Tylenol. You have a bottle of Tylenol up your butt? Give it. Can I just tell you? Before, Hand it over. Before I started working at the red store, I did not know what acetaminophen is, and people kept saying that to me, and I was like, "What is that? What is that?" <laughs> and then I read. I was stocking the shelves one day, and I read the box. I was like, oh. <laughs> "You read acetaminophen on the Tylenol? And you're, like, you're looking for Tylenol? Yeah. Yeah. Also, the beginning of the pandemic, when people used to come in for face masks before it got crazy, mm-hmm. and I would bring them to the skincare <laughs> aisle. <laughs> face masks are right here and then they would look at me and i would look at them and they would look at me and i would look at them and they'd be like no like surgical face masks i'm like oh first aid aisle let's go stop <laughs> i was doing the same thing because i i started there after the pandemic had started but it was still a thing mm-hmm. and so people come to me and be like where are you, where's your face mask and i said oh aisle a with you know next to the cleansers or whatever mm-hmm. and they're like oh okay and they come back and be like i don't see them and i'm like what do you mean and i'd go over there and be like they're right here and they're like no, not not these. I'm talking about like face face coverings, and I'm like, say that next oh, time. Say that next time. You mean for COVID, not to cleanse your face? Mm-hmm. Got it. Wash your face, you dirty bitch. Yeah, you still fucking stink. I can smell you from here. Yeah, it smells pretty gross. It smells like lotion. Next, you're in your bag. <laughs> still. So, the big question I'm sure everyone is wondering at this point. Who fucking done it? How did this happen? Well, yeah, because you already knew it. Well, I can tell you for sure, these bottles were found to be manufactured at two different locations, Pennsylvania and Texas. Fucking Texas. Texas. It's always always fucking Texas. And Sarah's. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Not you, Sarah. Which suggested that tampering was done after the manufacturing process after the product was placed on the shelves. As far as who did it, to this day, no one has an answer to that. The police at the time had the theory that someone had taken the bottles off the shelves in the store we talked about within that area and placed potassium cyanide in some of the capsules because, mind you, these were gel capsules that you can take apart Mm -hmm. as opposed to, like, the solid white pills that we know of today. Mm -hmm. And, of course... Put them back on the shelf for someone to unknowingly buy. Duh. Great theory, police. You did your job. <laughs> the police were actually so unsure about who, they even tried, at the request of the FBI, to lure the suspect to the scene of the crime. When it comes to crimes, it is a theory that the perpetrator will return to the scene of the crime, and this is what they attempted to do. With the okay from the Kellerman family, they published Mary's address and grave location and set up 24-hour surveillance and attempt to catch the criminal now that they know the location of one of their victims. However, this attempt would run dry and come up with nothing but crickets and fleeting hope as no one would show up within the several months they had it set up. Now, if you remember, Mary was one of the first people that died mm-hmm. by the pills. So they tried setting up a trap by being like, this is where she lived this is her gravesite seeing if the person who did it would come back and you know visit because that's weirdly a thing is like they go back to the scene of the crime to like reminisce i don't even know um but they didn't i feel like it's a given that they wouldn't because technically that's not the scene of the crime well they would still go there because i mean when it comes down to it they don't actually know who they're killing so they might want to go there and kind of see kind of for themselves who it is in a sense you know no i don't agree with that because i feel like when killers detach themselves like that and they just kill random people it's the chaos that they thrive off of not returning to the scene of the Mm -hmm. crime it's 
like different kind of like no killer i don't i don't disagree is it killerology is it victimology i don't know whatever i'm gonna put my criminal minds cap on love that for you during the whole investigation there were only two suspects the police had their eye on with one man even writing a letter to johnson and johnson demanding one million to stop the cyanide induced murders James William Lewis was the man arrested in connection to this letter, and although he told police how these attacks may have been carried out by buying Tylenol, adding cyanide to the bottle, and returning to the store, he would, up until the day he died, deny responsibility for the poisonings. Police even found Lewis to be in possession of a book on poisoning, with DNA found on the page related to cyanide. However, James would proclaim innocence from the Chicago poison murders, only admitting to writing the letter to Johnson & Johnson in which he would be tried and put in jail for 10 years for extortion. In 2010, him and his wife would actually submit DNA samples to the authorities with fingerprints, but none of which would match the DNA found on the Tylenol bottles. James would actually go on to pass last year on July 9th at the age of 76, still denying any responsibility for those poisonings. Another suspect looked at by police mainly because he admitted to being in possession of potassium cyanide and was in the area of one of the stores around the time of the poisonings would also not match the DNA found on the bottles after his body was exhumed for further testing at the same time James was tested. He did, however, get charged for shooting someone he thought was the bar owner of the bar he frequented who actually ratted him out to police because... They told police that he was becoming erratic after his failed marriage and talked about killing people with a white powder. Mm. And he was within this area. Mm -hmm. So this bar owner went to police and be like, (laughs) so this man, failed marriage, talked about killing people with white powder, and now people are dying because of white powder. Mm. And he's He's also in possession of said white powder. He's like, I'm not saying it's him, but I'm saying you should go knock on his door. Correct. And then... They did, found out he had nothing to do with it, and instead this man just went to the bar and shot, um, went to shoot the owner, but shot someone else instead by accident. So in the aftermath, the case still sits rather unsolved in terms of who done it, and unfortunately saw its share of copycats throughout the years that targeted Tylenol, other OTC medicines, why did I say it like that? OTC. You done with OTC? Yeah, you know me. In the aftermath, the case still sits rather unsolved in terms of who done it, and unfortunately saw its share of copycats throughout the years that targeted Tylenol, other over-the-counter medications, and other products to simulate the same idea of what happened with these Chicago murders. Anison, Excedrin, Extracting Tylenol, and Sudafed were just a few examples of products targeted by these copycats, and saw it in the likes of the states of New York, Texas. Because, of course, fucking Texas, Seattle, and Washington State. If anything good were to come out of this, it's the inspiration the pharmaceutical companies found to change their products and packaging. At this point, we started seeing changes such as tamper-resistant packaging, such as induction seals and other improved quality control methods. Additionally, product tampering would officially become a federal crime. Even saw our Excedrin copycat that I mentioned above, seeing a 90-year sentence for her tampering crime. We even saw companies move away from the capsules as they, were av- as they were obviously very easy to contaminate and see more of the solid caplet that we kind of see today. Mm-hmm. All I know is, if there's one thing I know after learning about all of this, is that I am even more now hesitant to take medication than I was before. <laughs> so, I'm not going to lie. I did disassociate for a hot second. The Excedrin lady is the one who did it to kill her husband, right? And then she tried to cover up her tracks. Yeah. I thought so. Okay. I was like, I know this happened a different time, but it's... Yeah, because if there was one thing from the Stylenol case, it's people heard about it, read about it, and they're like, I could do that, and then tried to do that. Yeah. <laughs> There's one thing that's crazy. I'll be looking you dead in your face, and I'll just disappear. Yeah, I know. I can... I know... I know the look. It. I know the different looks on your face at this point, so I know when you're disassociating. I don't even do it on purpose. Which is why I don't stop and like look for little things for me to say. Yeah, I just keep going. But then I. It's my phone again. I'm sorry. But then I come. Brianna's farting at the storm over here. <laughs> but then I come back and then I'm like, 
I pick up where you're on the case. I'm like, what happened? What happened? What happened? But then I usually, I, I usually hear. She knows this afterwards. case. She doesn't need to hear about it. I don't. It's just crazy though when it happens because I don't mean to do it. It's usually an accident. I'm just like, fuck. That's what everyone says. Nobody listens Whatever. to me. But I should say nobody likes me. This <laughs> keeps doing it. I should say this case and the excited one are such valid reasons of why I'm so fucking paranoid taking medication. Even getting it from like pharmacies, I think about like pharmacy techs. I'm like, it, they it could be anything in that. Yeah, because bottle. they pharmacies fill the yeah. capsules. Some of them do, yeah. Some could be fucking crazy. Yeah, you not don't the know. Ones, not the one that we worked at. They don't fill them, but some of them do fill them. You never know. They could still slip something in it. Yeah, I know. But that's what I'm saying. Just like, <clears throat> but like, I guess that's why they have the procedures. I don't know if you ever got cross trained to work back there, but like, Mm-mm. the tech, they wanted me to really bad. The tech would fill, and then the pharmacist like looks at what the screen says, and the screen's like, "Oh, this is supposed to be a little blue pill with like blank, blank, blank on it." And they would look at the pill, and if the pill doesn't match, then like they would give it back to the tech and be like, "No, put the right pill in there." Mm-hmm. And like count the amount and stuff like that. So I guess for reasons like this is kind of why they have those checks in place. But still, I'm so anxious about like taking medication without like. What's so crazy to me is that a lot of these warnings or procedures like that are in place because fucked up shit has happened Mm -hmm. that they needed to include that. That they didn't even know that they needed like Like, that kind of Even something as simple as putting caution contents in this cup may be hot like at Dunkin'. I hate like that. Like, they, need, they needed to put that because somebody burnt themselves on the coffee and then sued them because there was no warning that it was going to be hot. It's like, if you're ordering a hot fucking coffee. I used to, when I worked at Dunkin' Donuts, I would talk so much shit about that fucking warning label. Like, obviously, it's fucking hot, dude. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, but it's the fact that somebody took advantage of that warning label not being there and then sued. And then, of course, the company's liable because they didn't warn them that, hey, this shit may be hot, even though you're asking for a hot coffee. Mm-hmm. It's just, it blows my mind a lot because I, I think about that constantly when I see like warning labels and stuff. And I was like, this is only here because somebody. And I'm like, what stupid idiot put this, made this label have yeah, to be here? Exactly. What dumb, stupid, idiot, moron person. <laughs> Keep <laughs> just, going. I was trying to find more synonyms and I couldn't. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, but yeah, so that, my dears, is my story today about. The Tylenol killer. So don't take drugs from strangers unless those strangers are your plug. Then you, take drugs from them. Or if you just grow it yourself. Grow the acetaminophen yourself. <laughs> I watched Breaking Bad the other day for the first time. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. And it's just crazy to me that this man was just like, oh, I have cancer. How do I pay my bills? Meth. <laughs> I'm about to resort to that. I don't even have cancer. Knock on wood. I don't want to drink myself. But it's like <laughs> they were like knock on wood. I don't want to sell meth. <laughs> I'll take I'll take money. So like meth. 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 Methamphetamine. I can see why people sell drugs because it's kind of it's easy. so easy. Yeah, I'm so nervous to take like Adderall and stuff like that for my ADHD because that's literally just meth. It's just an amphetamine, and I'm just like, huh. I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> Adderall is supposed. Oh my God, I wonder wait. how Adderall would affect us. Well, it would make me normal. I've already taken it before. Oh. It I makes, wonder how it would affect me. It makes me normal. I, I can have clear, concise thoughts. It's crazy. But that's, with that being said, so if Adderall is an amphetamine, if I do meth, hypothetically, <laughs> will I be a level-headed individual? Listen, okay. Somebody else. I understand what you're trying you to say. You get the thought process. Somebody out there has ADHD and who does meth, and I need you to tell me. If it's your treatment plan or if you're just a meth head. I don't know if anyone wants to admit that they're taking meth. Oh, they can they can email us anonymously. Also, who's the first one to take meth? Like, who thought that would be a good idea? Yeah, because you have to, like, cook it. You got to do all these things. Yeah. If you don't do it right, it blows up. Meth lab explosions. You know what's crazy about making meth? <laughs> it's you. It sticks to everything. Like, it sticks to the walls and shit. That shit's crazy. Like, I was watching Grey's Anatomy, and there's this episode where this family comes in it's like the mom dad and the kid and the kid is like going through withdrawals because the parents are making meth in the apartment and they're like he was never in the room we made it and it's like no it fucking sticks to everything so he touches something puts his hand in his mouth he's taking meth that's crazy sticks to everything secondhand meth you know like secondhand smoke secondhand meth why are you laughing i was being dead serious is loud (laughs) i was being dead serious i know you were 
Whatever, I'm done. So now, instead it's of talking my about, turn. instead of continuing to talk about meth, <laughs> we will change over to Brianna's conspiracy. Yeah. So. My sources today, as I always like to start out with, are wikipedia.com, mythologysource.com, and mythology.net. So happy episode 42, besties. Today I wanted to cover one of my favorite things ever, the conspiracy and folklore that surrounds mermaids. Mermaids. So we're not talking about meth, we're talking about mermaids. Close enough. (laughs) So what is a mermaid? Everybody knows what a mermaid is, but like, what is like the dictionary definition? What of is a mermaid? Tell me. Dictionary definition of a mermaid. I don't know what it is. Tell me. So a mermaid <laughs> is an aquatic creature with the head and upper body of a female or male, and the like the bottom half or tail end of a fish. These creatures are known to spend all of their lives in the sea, but some legends claim that they could also exist on land. They would do this by quote shedding their tail and like hiding it. So think like Ariel. How she kind of just like got legs from like her deal with the sea. I witch. love her. But She's my favorite princess. Did you know that? So Stacia's too. I know. Huh? I know it's Stacia's too. You both have I the same. Know, that's why she's my girlfriend or whatever. <laughs> she's one of your bitches or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you? I have a new bestie at the black store. Who? It's just another girl that works there. Oh, is she another one of your bitches? She's about to be. She's friends with um, the homegirl. main homegirl there. And so the last few times that I've been there, her and I have been like chatting up or whatever. I'm like on like first name basis and stuff. Does I'm she like, know that you're gay? That. I don't know. The she still gets, she gives me free stuff. The problem is. Now is I get free stuff from two people. Paul is, okay, Paul, I don't know if you guys know this, but Paul's very fucking attractive. And he. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to be better by just accepting the compliments. Paul is just so handsome. And um, so. If you're listening, Lauren, I'm still trying, okay? <laughs> Paul is so handsome, so he, like, has women constantly, like, kind of, like, looking at him and, like, hitting on him, I feel like, and I think he doesn't notice it because he's gay. Correct. And this one girl <laughs> at the black store, um, same, this one girl at the black store was, like, hitting on Paul, like, and one of her friends was like, so when are you guys going on a date? And Paul's like, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one of her co-workers was like, so when are you going, taking her out? And I was like, I'm sorry, didn't think she was talking about me, and she was. And so the next time I was there, and the home, my homegirl was there, I was just like, yeah, so like my husband and I, and like husband, and like I just kept dropping the word husband. He said, and if was, you didn't know, I'm gay. Yeah, so I, I was like just making that clear. A homosexual. And then um, not that long ago, the other girl who first was like, oh, when are you taking her out? Yeah made some sort of other comment and um my friend there was just like he's taken he's very he's very much taken and i was like yeah that's because i'm a homosexual i'm glad you got the hint baby girl <laughs> like so s- like slay the boots down purr but yeah. like not my and boots i was like that doesn't stop. i was just like that doesn't stop us from besties and she's like that's right and i was like okay girl mind you she gives me free stuff every time i'm there so like because she thinks you're hot when i don't blame her you are and now hot. one of the other girls there is also doing the same thing and we're slowly becoming besties and she's like i'm not gonna charge you and i said oh my god are you sure (laughs) paul said i'm handsome and i get free shit from bitches (laughs) (laughs) i gotta make use of these looks somehow oh god so anyway (laughs) they shed their tail kind of like how ariel her tail is gone you know but instead of like them going to like a sea witch and that whole story they just kind of like have their own ability to hide it Mm mm-hmm um, mermaids are spoken about in folklore across folklore. <laughs> folklore? That's what I just said. Best mermaids... Taylor Swift album. <laughs> mermaids are spoken about in folklore across countries and across centuries, including Eastern Europe, China, Korea, Japan, India, Asia, Africa, and America. Another word often used to describe mermaids is siren, which I think technically they're... They're considered different things, but they're the same thing. Like, same thing, different shape, basically. Mm -hmm. Because mermaids are often depicted as a beautiful maiden, as sirens are depicted as dangerous, often seductive, and they sing their beautiful songs to lure men and sailors to their deaths. Huh. So, they seem to be separate. She couldn't lure me, but (laughs) I'm sure some other man she could. Yeah, they seem to be separate, but they're just the same thing, different shape, I think. 
Um, sirens appear in Greek mythology more than any other culture. Sirens seem almost like eviler. Yeah. Like the evil side. Yeah, like yeah. mermaids are like, the good, like, I got a tail, I can swim. And then <laughs> sirens are like, I got a tail, I can swim, but I can also kill you. Yeah. Um, sirens appear in Greek mythology more than any other culture, it seems. They live on a rocky island called Anathemosia, I think is how you pronounce that long word, um, which basically translates to flowery island. And they would lay in wait for ships to pass by, and then they would sing their songs. Once they were close enough, the sirens would begin to sing, and their voices were so beautiful, and the lyrics of their songs were so lovely that no man could resist them. And <laughs> Sounds I know, like a challenge. I don't know why, but all I could think about is, like, like you, you're going past an island, and you just hear, like, ice spice, and it's like, still like an ass in the belly. <laughs> and you're just like, hold up, wait, let me get some of that. <laughs> Fuck this club. High heels on my tippies. And I'm just dropping it low. <laughs> and so she just comes up behind me and slits my throat. Yes. I was like, you got me, girl. <laughs> You're like, damn, you got me. But this shit, this shit Worth wasn't. <laughs> um, the sailors who were lured in by the sirens would ultimately die, obviously. And Homer, who wrote, um, who was a like poet, a Greek poet who wrote the epics of yeah. the Odyssey and the Iliad. Yeah. Um, his description of a meadow on the island covered in rotting corpses implied that sirens were also indeed cannibals because they're part human. So if there's a meadow in there that's full of rotting corpses, that means that they're just like, nom, 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 nom. Yummy. <laughs> the flavors are melting on my tongue. Oh my God. In my notes, I forgot. Okay, so these notes are from last week, so I forgot what I wrote, but I just wrote, and like, slay, eat men alive, I love. <laughs> <laughs> That is undeniably shit you'd say. <laughs> that is undeniably a Brianna sentence. So there's also reports of mermaids dragging humans down to the depths in the ocean and drowning them and killing them in the process. But there's also reports that it's kind of like an accident and the mermaids get way too excited to see a human and they're just like, look at everything I have. And then they die. So Drag them on. Like, you want to see all my wares? And they're like, why aren't you moving? <laughs> No, literally. And then there's also another version of that where um, mermaids would take down, like, men, like, male humans down to their little area and, like, kind of, like, give them, like, gifts and stuff like that. So I Mm -hmm. feel like it's all the same thing. There's kind of just something missing where they just get too excited. They forget to, like, kind of help them breathe or whatever. I like gifts. You're gay. You're gay. I'll still take gifts. Also, now that I'm thinking about it. It's crazy that, like, people find mermaids, like, so seductive and, like, sexual. They don't have a vagina. Imagine wanting to fuck a fish. I can't. A lot of straight men probably do want to fuck fishes, and that's why all their Tinder profiles are them holding fishes. They're like, look what I have. <laughs> they see that mouth and say, what that mouth do? Big, bite it off, babe. I hate when that's people. I do. hate when people say that to me because I'm literally always like, it talk, talk what shit. What that mouth do? Yeah, um, this mouth talk shit. That's what it does. This mouth will bite your shit off. Are you ready for that? Are you ready for this mouth talk shit? <laughs> <laughs> Could you little feelings here on the way? So little I just want to. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Oh my god! You need a little wider to get on the wolf in case it wanes. That's a fucking throwback. (laughs) Enough. I wanted to tell you the story of the first recorded mermaid, actually. So it was first recorded in 1000 BC. That's a while ago. Correct. That's at least 10 years ago. At least. At least. At least 10 years ago. At least. So this. At minimum, 10 years ago. At minimum, 15. At minimum 15. It might be 16. Minimum. 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 <laughs> so this um, first account was originally by the ancient Assyrians. And the main person of the story, her name was... I'm honestly going to butcher the fuck out of this name, but I'm going to spell it for you too. So it's spelled A-T-A-R-G-A-T-I-S. Atagis, I think is how you pronounce it. Okay. That's what I'm going to go with. So her name was Atagis, and she was known as the fertility goddess and the chief goddess of the northern Assyrian. As their chief goddess, she was responsible for their well-being and was often consulted for help. So they would often pray to her and be like, we need your help, and she would help them. That's just what she did as a chief Slay. goddess. 
We love a helpful queen. We do. So her story goes as such. After many years of service of being the chief goddess, Atiris fell in love with a mortal shepherd boy and desired to be with him. <gasps> like, be with him, like, physically. She wanted to have sex. <laughs> Unfortunately, She wanted to get rammed. Yes. Unfortunately, Sando. she did not realize that as a mortal, he wouldn't be able to survive, quote, the divine lovemaking that they would have. Oh, girl, not you playing games. <laughs> Not that you... Punani being fire. Oh gosh, so she's... fire, he got dissolved. She's... Imagine that pussy she so good. She said gold rush in my pussy. Pussy so good, you get dissolved. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the episode title. <laughs> oh, my God. So she accidentally kills him. Pussy so good, he got dissolved. Got it. Um, And she fell into... Are we talking like um, submersible dissolved? Just like... Or you like look rotted like, from the inside. No, 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 no. You with your with your hood like that. Like that. <laughs> oh my god. Um, what did you say? Submersible? I said, what was it dissolved? Like submersible dissolved, or was like, or was it no just idea. like in? You know, just slowly died from the inside. I don't out. know. I'm assuming. Because you know how the submersible people just went like in thin air. I'm assuming once he busted is when mm. it wouldn't happen. So I don't know if he like busted and was like also busted or what. At least he got to bust. Yeah. Mm. So she fell into a deep state of grief. Um in a bittersweet turn of events, she also became pregnant with his daughter. So when she gave birth, she left her daughter on the shore and she casted herself deep into the sea. She attempted to transform herself into a fish. Because she was just so ashamed and devastated that she had killed her lover. Like, she could not look past this. Because of her great beauty, however, the powers of the sea refused to take away all of her magnificence. And they only transformed her legs into a fishtail. Thus, Architus, I think is how I said I was going to pronounce it. Yep. She became the very first mermaid. Ooh. Slay. Slay. Also, the fact that she just gave birth and left that baby on the shore and was like, I'm a fish. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> G-bye. <laughs> Not the G-bye. <laughs> anyway. Toodles. So, Paul. Yes. Are mermaids fucking real? Y- yes. Okay. So there is an account from our favorite, favorite, favorite white man, Christopher Columbus. Well, no, they're not real now. <laughs> saying... Saying that members of his crew had spotted, quote, mermaids, though they were ugly and seemed a bit more masculine than the mermaids in Legends. Not the mermans. Um, they were manatees. <laughs> what he's, what they saw were manatees. Not the manatees. Which is wild. Have you ever seen what a fucking manatee looks like? Yeah, I saw some, yes. I saw <laughs> something that looks like a merma- mermaid, but uglier and beefier. And the not fact, human. The fact that they were like, it's ugly. <laughs> it's a manatee. <laughs> it's a mermaid, but it's ugly? I thought mermaids were, like, beautiful. That had nothing to do with what I... I just wanted to tell you that because I thought that was funny. But I think that mermaids have the possibility of being real because allegedly only 5% of the ocean is discovered. So who's to say what's down there and what isn't? Because technically we don't know. We know more about space than we do about the ocean. Just because of how the ocean is... Mm-hmm. in terms of like the depth of it obviously like with the submersible how we learned about like how things can easily get crushed and stuff so like let's that just send there. another submersible down deeper S- <laughs> shut up <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so this is more i kind of warned paul about this earlier but this is a more like open-end conspiracy that there's no like clear-cut answers to it so we're gonna have like just a conversation about whether you think mermaids are real or not and i do have a youtube video that i was gonna play for you that's like 10 real mermaid sightings some of them are really fucking stupid but some of them could be mermaids specifically i don't know if you've ever seen it but the one where they're in a submarine not a submersible a submarine Mm -hmm. and a hand like hits the window and then when they turn to look like the you see it off center in the back and then when they turn the camera it like swims away and you see its tail have you seen that no. Oh, I'm going to play you for you. Sure, it's not just, like, made up? No, because mermaids are real. <laughs> you know, you're right. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm going to link this uh, video also in the description notes, so that way everybody else can watch it if they want to. But I just thought it'd be funny to show you this, because there's somewhere I'm like, that's fucking fake. But there's somewhere I'm like, that could be a mermaid, if you ask me. This <laughs> <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> this is one of the ones that I think is fake. 
I watched that video and that shit pissed me off. I the was spider? Like, yes. I was like, how fucking dare you? I'm glad you set me up <laughs> to expect <laughs> a mermaid sighting. And then it shows, subscribe to my channel now or a spider will come and crawl on your face. A mermaid in Minnesota, basically. So there's like these scientists that are like in a field. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's someone recording because people are fucking nosy. And then it looks like they're carrying a mer- like it looks like they're carrying something like with a fishtail. But they're in the middle of a field. How did a mermaid end up in the middle of the field? It's definitely something else. It's not a mermaid. But it could also just be a fish. <laughs> but like, why in the middle of a field? I don't know. I say it's a fish. Okay, this is a video that I want to show you. So this is green in Greenland that this happens. A scuba diver is by a Great Barrier Reef. Oh, I understand. So yeah, they're in this like submarine, and they're seemingly deep down. And then something with webbed, something with like a webbed hand, put there. Put it on the glass of said submarine. It's crazy. Mermaid. Is it CGI? That's a hand. Is it CGI? No, it's a mermaid. Okay. I'm just asking all the hot questions. You're just asking the dumb questions because mermaids are real. I like how you're like top 10 and you showed me two. Yeah, because I told you a lot of them are dumb and honestly I forgot how much he talks in the video. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. I just don't feel like sitting there and dragging it. <laughs> so that's why it's an open discussion. Okay, I love open discussions. But I feel like if mermaids existed, one would have washed ashore by now. Uh, reportedly they have well why has no one seen it reportedly people have who name them (laughs) i was there i could name them (laughs) (laughs) unless it's something i can't imagine it's like something the government doesn't want us to know you know i would imagine it probably is something they don't want us to know because if there is something in the water as intelligent as us that would send people into a fucking tizzy i guess but we could also learn from them as opposed to being afraid i'm sorry from have them. you met the general population it doesn't work like that they either control it and they're like cool 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 or they don't understand it and they're like fucking nuke that thing that's true i mean that's that kind of ties into like project Bluebeam, and like we're sitting here saying like we wouldn't believe in things projected in the sky but the public the public's stupid and they definitely would Mm -hmm. so i guess that's kind of the same idea yeah um personally though i choose (laughs) personally i choose to believe that mermaids are real because i think it's cool i will put mermaids in the same category as aliens i thought you were gonna say as ghosts and i almost threw my phone at your head (laughs) I was getting ready to pick it up and throw it at your head. <laughs> I'll put it in the same category as aliens in the sense of how space is so big and we can never explore it all and know everything that's out there. Mm-hmm. Kind of similar to the ocean. The yeah. ocean is so vast and big, we'll never know what's actually mm-hmm. deep below the surface that we can't get to. Mm-hmm. So I can't say for certain whether or not they exist or not because we just don't know. Exactly. That's how I feel. But they do. That is how I rationalize believing in mermaids. You sound like the guy from Bates Motel every fucking time he's talking. I'm done. We gotta go. (laughs) Why? I'm having so much fun. What do you guys think? Let us know in the comments below. Honestly, we're gonna do a poll this episode. Do you believe mermaids? Yes or no? Yeah. So go participate in that poll right now. Go. It's a very simple yes or no poll found on Spotify. So if you're listening on anything other than Spotify, um. Download Spotify, find this episode, and react to the poll. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank That's you. That's all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Or you could, if you don't have Spotify, you could post on the Instagram post for this episode and say whether or not you believe in them. Oh, that's true. Actually, do that instead. <laughs> Fuck the poll. If you made it this long, go on our Instagram, find the post for this episode, and say whether or not you believe in aliens and your thoughts about it. Hashtag mermaids. Hashtag or mermans, depending on what you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you just say if you believe in aliens? Is that what you just said? Yeah. We're talking about mermaids. Did I? You said aliens. <laughs> Run the tape back. I don't remember. 
We're talking about merman. No, I said mermans. That, before that, you said aliens. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you having so much fun? Anyway. Okay. Um, you sign off. I don't feel like it. Anyways, so as we just said, go find us on Instagram at Isn't That Odd Pod. Give us your thoughts about this episode. Do you believe in mermaids? Do you not? Do you want them to exist? Do you not want them to exist? Is Ariel also your favorite princess like mine? Do you also take Tylenol that kills you? Do you also forget to take your Zoloft? <laughs> Let us know on Instagram. Isn't that, isn't that Odd Pod? Or Facebook at Isn't That Odd Podcast. Or if you want to email us, you can email us at Isn't That Odd Pod at gmail.com. And if you want to give any ideas for stories, true crime, paranormal, conspiracy that you want us to talk about in a future episode, potentially, you can find the link to the Google form in the show notes wherever you get your podcast or you're listening to this. It's in the show notes. Just hit, learn more, details, whatever you got to hit. Hit it. The link's there. Copy, paste it. Click on it. Whatever you got to do, just do it. It's not that hard. Unless you make it hard, then that's on you. That's not on me. Sorry. I don't even know what is happening. I disassociate anyway. I can tell. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we, as always, hope you enjoyed this episode of the Isn't That Odd Podcast. Podcast. And boop, boop, we boop, will boop. see you next Tuesday or some Tuesday in the future. See you next Tuesday. Remember, that's Brianna's favorite word. And until next time, be a menace. But do great things. Make your breathing everybody else's problem yeah be your own sky daddy especially in 2024 yeah be your own sky daddy he's literally just a man you're not in love with him he's literally just a man correct take the world by its balls don't suck them and we will see you next time on the the podcast goodbye oh my fucking god I can't stop it.